You are listening to CBS Wire. Wake up. Eat. Work. Eat. Go for a run or a walk. Eat. Watch television. Sleep. And repeat. That dull routine pretty much sums up what life has been like for me and probably a lot of other people for nearly a whole year with COVID-19. Is anyone tired? Tired of the lack of normalcy, the closed public spaces, the news that we're trending in the wrong direction with this pandemic? Now, however, we can finally vaguely see the finishing line as people are getting their vaccinations and Denmark is slowly beginning to reopen. But there's still some way to go until things return to normal. At the moment, we're enduring the second lockdown. Even though the youngest children are back at school, some teenagers are still at home attending lessons isolated from their classmates, and adults are sitting in their kitchens, living rooms, dorm rooms and bedrooms, refurnished to double as home offices where they can work and study. That also applies to the employees, researchers and students at CBS. In this podcast series we've called Thoughts During a Pandemic, I get in touch with different people from CBS and speak with them about their experiences, feelings, routines, and, yeah, you've guessed it, thoughts they are having during these strange times. My name is Casper Christensen, and welcome to Thoughts During a Pandemic by CBS Wire. This lovely guitar melody is played by Anna Stöber. She's a PhD fellow at the Department of Management, Society and Communication at CBS, which she joined back in September 2019. To pass the time, Anna has been playing music and watching a considerable amount of television over the course of the lockdown. But she has also experienced being boiled down to the essence of what it is to be human, and she has been missing her weekly Spaghetti Fridays. You'll find out what that is all about in this episode, where Anna has agreed to share her thoughts during the pandemic. Do you remember which plans you had when COVID-19 hit and Denmark went into the first lockdown? Well, I certainly remember where I was because I was in, in Stockholm where my partner was currently doing her PhD. And um, so I had plans to stay there. And it was the Friday when uh, they announced that the borders were going to be closed from next day or noon. So uh, my plan was to stay there for, I, I think, a week and work from there. But then we had to take a train, um, go back to Copenhagen because I had my own flat and, and she didn't. She had just this one room. So we decided to go to... Uh, Copenhagen because we thought oh maybe this will take like two weeks <laughs> well then it took a bit longer but um yeah we had this idea that we were going to take like tricks trips back and, and forth and make the long distance thing thing work between Denmark and Sweden um and of course that didn't really work out as planned we um, didn't have long distance anymore after uh, the borders closed so that that was also nice and professionally um I had a lot of fieldwork planned actually uh, in Germany for for the fall and also already in the spring, 
Um, and yeah, obviously that, that, that didn't work out uh, in the way that it was planned. Mm. So, so you say that you uh, thought that, that it wouldn't take uh, long when, when you went home to Copenhagen to stay there for a while. How did you sort of react when you found out that it was going to be a, a longer time than, than you had expected? Um, I think I was more like in the patience mode and just waiting and seeing what was happening um, and very much addicted to news. So just watching every news conference in all the countries where I could <laughs> sort of understand the language. And I just talked to my partner about this. We weren't really reflexive about what was happening. We were just like taking one step at a time. And I think I know that a lot of people were very annoyed and very impatient. And I was like, okay, let's just wait and see. And yeah, this is the safest thing to do. And it makes sense to stay home for now until we know more. And, and yeah, so that was sort of my first uh, reaction. Um, but of course, for, for other people, it was a bit more difficult. And and I also acknowledge that f for me, it was easy to to stay calm because I had a good living situation. I could do my work from home. So For me, I was sort of in that very privileged position where not like very immediate plans had been crossed or cancelled. Of course, my field work, but that was still a little bit away. So like for me, it was easy to just lean back and say like, okay, let's drink some tea and, and, and wait. Hmm. So how, how did you spend the first time during this, this lockdown? Well, um, so I, I was uh, in Copenhagen the whole time in my flat and... Um, I actually, maybe that was also lucky in a, in a sense. I had so much work last spring because it was the first time teaching for me um, in general. And then suddenly now you do it online. So uh, it, it was, that, that was a huge uh, a challenge or yeah, just a huge learning curve for me. Um, and, and also I had to, write and prepare my first work in progress seminar so for me it was very very busy so I kind of fell into this routine just to make it work for me I'm not usually someone who easily falls into routines and, and does the same thing over and over again but last spring I, I remember that it was just needed so I had this like very rigid thing where I would do, thing, do one thing in the morning and then um, do some exercise over lunch and then do something else and often I had to work late at night because the, the workload was just so high and I think what we mainly tried to do that there was still a difference between weekdays and, and weekend because otherwise it just felt a little bit weird but um, yeah in general it just had this like very rigid work regime. <laughs> and and now it has been almost a year uh, with uh, COVID-19 so looking back which role do you think that this pandemic has played in your life? Yeah, I mean, I have to say that, of course, I was working from home, but otherwise my work life hasn't changed so much because like, I'm not in, in a critical job, so to speak, where where sort of the work itself changed so much. Of course, we had to teach online and that, that was a um, challenge. But since also we don't have kids, um, looking back, of course, it was a lot of work, especially last spring. But in general, I think my life was just, very much slowed down and I felt 
kind of confronted also with uh, myself. I don't know if that makes sense, but you're just kind of reduced to to the essence of, of what is. And of of course, that is also because, I mean, I had didn't have to go uh, and work in a hospital or work in the supermarket every day and like be worried about, about my health. I could just like stay home in my little flat and, and I didn't have kids who couldn't go to school or to daycare or whatever. So for me, it was just this like very slowed down version. Mm. So, so uh, you you just got this uh, reflection, or you reduced to this uh, essence of yourself. But can you give me some examples on on how you experienced that? Um, I think like I'm a very curious person, so I like to do social stuff um, and so on, but I'm also a very introverted person. So that is takes a lot of uh, effort and energy from me. So I felt like um, in a way, even though this whole thing is terribly tiring mentally in a way, because we have this like, and the, the, this new cycle and, and of course anxiety about what's going to happen in the world. But for myself personally, it also felt like in terms of how, my body and my brain works. I was like really tuned into what is good for me now, especially, I mean, I tend to be nervous about things. I tend to read a lot of, of the news. And uh, so for me in the beginning was also like, how do I manage to go to sleep and not worry too much? So what do I have to do? What is good for, for my body? Um, and then you're also alone with sort of, your thoughts because you can't go to a bar and just meet friends and have um, conversations and that can also distract from from things that are maybe going on so I think like I was much more tuned into what does my body need but also like what are some of the topics that I'm maybe pondering about also because I haven't been in the same place for such a long time in the past 10 years I, I moved like this is, I think, the third country and the fourth or fifth city I moved to, or I moved to in, in, in 2019, so in the past 10 years. So for me, at least, it was also interesting to just find out what occupies my mind uh, in a way when there's not that much noise. I mean, there is a, the news like that and what's going on, of course, that that is uh, frightening and, and there is a lot of noise, but not in terms of the activities that I do. Hmm. And uh, speaking of uh, discoveries, have you made any surprising discoveries uh, besides finding out your essence, so to speak, during this uh, this pandemic? As I said, I'm quite introverted. And although I do miss my colleagues and I really miss the um, unplanned interactions and so on, I found that for the more focused work, I do that well at home. So that was interesting because I hadn't done that before. And also setting my own schedule because I think nine to five is the norm and there's a reason for why that works well. But I found that for me, it's actually quite good to take a break, um, a longer break over lunch and maybe do some exercise, go outside, have some sun. And then maybe I work longer in the evening when I'm more focused again. And that was interesting because I worked before I um, started the PhD, I actually worked in a corporate 
job and I had internal clients, so I couldn't just work when I wanted to. So that was interesting, um, setting my own on schedule. And also because there were no normal leisure activities, so to speak, where you go to a sports club or I also just started singing in a choir before the lockdown. I became much more creative at home. So I play guitar every day. And sometimes when I can't focus anymore, I just play guitar. And of course I wouldn't do that. I mean, I think my colleagues wouldn't like me very much if I did that <laughs> in the office. Um, but uh, it's sort of nice. You get practice and it also re-energizes my, my brain in a way. Mm. So what's the most positive takeoff that you have had during this, this uh, lockdown? Um, well, privately, I got married last year. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> so that was uh, super nice that we managed to do that in a small, like when the numbers were a bit lower and with very few people, because now we don't know when we can have a big party. So I'm very happy that we just went with it anyway. Um, and for work, I think I, what what's good about this is since we're all online, um, some people have actually become closer like you have some like scholars that you pr probably wouldn't see unless you go to a conference and now they just pop up in some research groups because you can just invite speakers from Canada or I don't know Australia um, and and have them be there so I think that's super cool which I mean that's both the best and the worst thing like the worst thing about work is is also like next to not seeing my colleagues is also that of course you can't do any networking you can't meet uh, can't go to conferences meet people from from other universities overseas but at the same time it's just become so easy now because we can meet uh, online but that uh, of course stays on a different like on a bit more on the surface level for me at least um, find it hard to build like long lasting relationships but for 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 exchange i think it works really well mm. Uh, you're from uh, Germany. Um, yes. Have you been able to visit your family over the course of this uh, pandemic? Um, I mean, last summer, it's hard to even remember that, but uh, it was quite relaxed in the summer for a while. So with uh, some tests and so on, we were actually able to, to go to my family and they live in the countryside and my parents are not that old. So um, with like tests and so on, I could see them uh, in the summer and they were also here for, for the uh, wedding. And we actually decided to also be uh, in Germany for an extended period of time um, before Christmas, which is a bit controversial thing to do maybe. But um, since my sister lives in, in Switzerland, uh, we just we decided to quarantine and have like several tests and then form a bubble um, with my with my parents so like five people and we didn't we just spent in that constellation for uh, we just stayed in uh, with them for three weeks um, and worked from there um, and so with a lot of effort in terms of, of testing and actually forming this like closed off of bubble we were able to see them um, and that was actually quite nice because I hadn't seen my my sister and my parents in one place for more than I think three days uh, since I don't know 2011 um, so that was unexpected and nice uh, because we yeah we took that whole quarantine thing seriously so it only 
made sense to stay for a longer period of time, um, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm quite, uh, again, quite lucky or privileged that we were able to do that. So now I want to talk a little about uh, your PhD project. How has it been working on your PhD project uh, during these circumstances? Um, I, th I think the work itself has been fine because I enjoy working in the quiet and without dis dis distractions. But of course, I yeah, you're just missing the exchange and it's hard to focus on a like a PhD project suddenly sounds very silly when there are these like really big challenges going on um, in the world. And I don't only mean the pandemic, but just also democracies crumbling, um, Black Lives Matter last last year and the rise of right-wing extremism also in, in, in Germany. Um, so that, I mean, that's more the mental struggle of it, I think. To, to focus on this, my silly little project um, while all these things are going on. But, but work-wise, it's been fine. And I also have wonderful supervisors who have been very helpful and supportive and, and also shuffling the project around so that I can do remote field work now. And um, still, even though there are delays and there are some things that I can't do now that would be good for a PhD, but I can't do them right now, but, but uh, we found workarounds. Um, so, so I think um, I've been quite lucky, but I wouldn't, I mean, I, I really hope that I will also have a part of my PhD that's not online. Um, I really want to go to a conference in person. I would really like to, experience another research environment i mean a different university in a different country offline uh, and actually go there physically so i think I, i'm fine and it's all going well and mostly according to plan but uh, hmm. um, yeah but you're looking forward to to see people in real life <laughs> exactly so during a working with with the, this uh, phd have you built up some some specific routines uh, in your daily life yeah not uh, consistently because i'm not very good at that but um, um there are some sort of cornerstones that i try to live by so i try to do the deep work that requires a lot of focus i try to do that in the morning um and setting myself like little goals, especially when I'm unfocused because of everything that's happening around me. So a lot of like productivity stuff that I try to experiment with. And I try to exercise or go for walks most days or every day. I try every day, but right now the weather is bad, so I'm lazy. Um, and as I said earlier, I play a little bit of guitar whenever I can't focus anymore. So when my energy is down. I, or mostly in the afternoon, I just play a little bit. Um, and I meditate before bedtime. And that's not because I'm like some very disciplined Zen master, but because I had like real trouble sleeping at some point. And I just needed this like to end the day somewhere. Um, and we also have a very heavy TV show watching routine in the evening. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> have you learned anything or experienced anything that you'll carry on with you and and use whenever things some at some point goes back to normal 
Yeah, I think the semi-routines that I just mentioned, I, I hope that I can keep some of them. And also to remember how it felt to not travel every weekend and just see a thousand people every week. Um, because I think that that's also good for me or that that, that helps me to um, be more at ease, so to speak. I used to be someone or I, I am usually someone who travels a lot and goes to meet a lot of people because I also lived in, in different places and so on. So I think um, I would like to keep part of the more slow down, down version of, of my life, even though I'm really looking forward to seeing all my friends again. And I also hope to um, keep some of the work routines that I developed last year. And then I guess that you've learned something new on your guitar that you'll carry on using afterwards. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, but it's also, I mean, without uh, going into the office, I think we, I mean, I usually cycle to work 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening. So that's almost an hour that I gained every day. So so we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I really, really hope that uh, I keep the music, uh, the practicing. Also, when you're doing a PhD, you, you, you're learning new stuff all the time, but it's all academic stuff. And I think this, this like playing guitar, because I had more time and I had more headspace to do these things in the last year, is something that is also difficult and you need to learn it. But it's not academic work. So uh, I think to have a challenge that's not work-related, uh, I want to keep that in my life. Is there anything uh, that you could play for me? Or um, can try. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much. It sounded beautiful. Thank you. Um, so uh, when all this is over, what's the first thing you'll uh, you'll do? Um, the first thing I will do here in Copenhagen is to just invite a lot of people for Spaghetti Friday. So that's what we usually do. Friday is the, our door is always open and people can just drop in and, and, and we have a lot of spaghetti. Um, because that's easy and you can always make more. And then we usually play guitar and sing silly songs. So I'm really looking forward to having a Spaghetti Friday again with uh, some acoustic guitar and singing. That sounds awesome. like the most perfect event I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Uh, and of course, singing is like singing in groups is the thing you absolutely shouldn't do right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really suffering. Um, yeah. And then I want to travel to Berlin and see all my friends and go to bars. Um, I lived there for almost 10 years and I was there briefly in the summer, but also only outside. So I'm really looking forward to just go to bars again um, and see my friends. And also I want to go to a concert. Yeah. Which also seems so dangerous. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I really hope that, that one day it will feel uh, normal and nice again. I'm really looking forward to that. Mm, yeah. Me too. What about you? <laughs> yeah, it, 
completely the same. Uh, the Spaghetti Friday thing, I I, uh, I haven't tried that yet, but um, maybe that should be the first thing. It's a great concept. We came up with it when we were poor students, and that was like the cheapest thing you could cook for a group of people um, yeah. without being broke, and now it's just just stayed <laughs> it sounds like a great event um anna stoba thank you so much for uh, sharing your thoughts during this pandemic thank you yes let's hope that anna will soon be able to sing attend concerts and host spaghetti fridays again that's all we have for you in this episode of thoughts during a pandemic You've been listening to CBS Wire, and if you liked what you heard, please tell all your colleagues, fellow researchers, and fellow students about our podcast. My name is Casper Christensen, and thank you for listening.